0: Well, <laughs> good afternoon and good evening, and welcome down to Gakadieu, the podcast where three friends come together and break down what's new in the Japanese music industry. This is the podcast for the week of January thirty first, two thousand twenty. I'm your host Ken, and with me we have Luna. Hey, everyone. And Gray. What's happening, dudes? Whoa, we're already Woo-hoo. past January. Woohoo!
1: Yes, yes, it is. Golly, this year's moving by fast.
2: Don't say that. It can't be moved by that
1: fast. It doesn't feel like it should
0: be February. (laughs) No, it doesn't. How have we been as of late? Let's start with what we've been listening to. Let's go with you, Gray.
2: Oh, let's see. I've been
1: listening to mostly every day this week, and I tweeted this out earlier today. I woke up with Heartbeat by High Five (laughs) stuck in my head. So I've I've been listening to that song on repeat. Uh, Earlier today, I re-listened to Turning Up because that song is just amazing. And uh, I'm really hyped for that. Color Creation just dropped their new single Today as well, which was crazy. And I got to check that out, which is pretty good. It's a nice ballad. And I've only listened to it once, so... And I had a lot going on, so I wasn't really able to focus on the song. So I can't give you my thoughts other than that I liked it. But I, I can talk more about the new Color Creation song next week. But yeah, no, it, it's, it's been a good week. Uh, been busy. Uh, been listening to some LOL, too, and some stuff like that. What have you been listening to, Luna?
2: Well, I feel like I've been cheating on J-pop this week a little bit. So, out of the J pop I've listened to, I actually spent a good day listening to Millet when I was driving around places. I just that kind of mood, you know, with her deep voice and I was just listened to her on Spotify as I didn't feel like pulling out my iPod. Um I love her new song Prover. I think it's really good. So I've had that stuck in my head. I also was listening to a throwback group who's not around anymore called Yakim. Listen to their You Feel album, which is fantastic as I love that whole album. I miss them so much. And how I cheated on J Pop was I have been listening to a lot of K pop lately. I rediscovered Ailey, who is a Korean singer from New Jersey, and was listening to all of her albums that I have. And then I also went back to Brown Eyed Girls, who I haven't listened to since I don't remember when and I pulled out a couple of their albums from back in the day and forgot how much I missed Beg. I love them and I wish if they, were, they did more music too. So, it's been a mixture of J-pop, K-pop this week. What about you, Ken? What have you been listening to?
0: Honestly, I was kind of doing somewhat similar what you were doing, Luna. I was listening to some K-pop, but it's for a totally different reason and that was because of unfortunately I, I have to talk about this because I do love sports and the the passing of Kobe Bryant I was deeply deeply affected by it and it was pretty bad so I was playing my good old 2K games of the basketballs and one of one of my favorite songs played during that and I was like oh my goodness it's been a long time since I've heard this song and it's uh, a song called "Aeo" by Dynamic Duo. If you guys know them, they're a Korean mm-hmm. rapper, actually. I do. So it's it was. I was listening to a lot of their songs. But on the J-pop side, let's see here. I was listening to a couple of Kofi. I was listening to "I Love" by Official Higaidan Dizium. I was listening to "Umonte" once again, and "Yunazukenshi." Besides that, I was listening to my Juicy playlist gyrating at the zoo this time because I went to go to the zoo and see my good old friends Mr. Gibbons the Gibbons monkey I know a lot about that darn monkey too did you know why they if you if you if you ever see a Gibbons monkey they're the kind of monkeys that have longer arms and are very very excellent jumpers and they they can swing from tree to tree do you know if you ever see them in a zoo do you know why they put them around on like a float like a moat pretty much? on the island. No.
1: Is it to keep them in the in their little sanctuary?
0: It's not only that. It's because they can't swim. So if the monkeys accidentally swing into there, they might die. <laughs> well, so it's 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 kind of a fear tactic saying, "Oh, if you swing too far, they might miss and then they might drown."
2: <laughs> that makes sense because we have some gibbons At our zoo. And I never realized that. So that's some good information.
0: Yeah, so that's that's the main reason. uh, Random, random fact that I just know about Gibbons monkeys. Because if there's one thing or two things that I absolutely love about the animal kingdom is I love Gibbons monkeys and I freaking love penguins. I love penguins. They had the African penguins.
2: Next time you come back, we got to go back to the zoo and hit the monkey house.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I went to go see the African penguins. We only had the African penguins. We have uh, most of the other penguin exhibits at the aquarium over here in Hawaii. But because it was so hot, the African penguins decided to stay inside of the shaded areas. And they didn't want to come and play. I was pretty sad. I was, like, so excited to see Mr. Gibbons and then the the penguins. (laughs) But... Yeah, it was uh, gyrating to Juicy from Mr. Gibbons. I don't. I think he liked that. He was making a lot of noise after that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Shake your groove thing.
0: Yeah. So, but yeah, with that, let's continue on to the news here. And I believe you are first, Luna.
2: I am. So first up is I'm Yoon drops her. a uh, drops a teaser for her new music video. And the latest music video that she is dropping is Sayonara no kyoni, which will be the theme at, to the Japanese TV show, New Zero. And this is the la- latest release of her since Sora no Aosa wo, shi- wo yo And she's currently on tour. So we're, I'm hoping after she goes on tour, we will see the full music video for Sayonara no Kyo-ni, which you can check out on the site
1: all right moving on to our next article we're going to talk about johnny's group Say jump they have revealed that they're going to be dropping a brand new double a eight-side single titled i am slash Mwa. and it's set to be released on february 26th and it's going to be coming in three editions total and there's also a special bundle edition that is put out through cd japan so If you want all three editions, you can get that. But we do have pre-orders for all of the editions on the site. So check that out.
2: All right. Next up is Scandal tells fans the meaning of AMDKJ in their latest video. And this comes in light of their new album, Kiss from the Darkness. But this was also their 10th digital single that released on January 8th. AMDKJ, and it is used in promotion to, like I said, their album Kiss from the Darkness, which will be dropping on February 12th. So pretty soon, we got about a week. And this is also being used as the ending theme song to the popular anime, Gegege no Kitaro, which is currently airing on Fuji TV. You can check out the music video on our site. All right, and next up is Kodakumi is bringing special releases of several, I guess you could say, several items to to stores. So, first of all, Kodakumi is a pop singer-songwriter, major staple in the industry, and she is bringing all the fans a special treat with three new releases that will be hitting stores on March 11th. These three come in the... Light of her latest album, Record, which came out November thirteenth of last year, and the two, the two of the new releases will be two will be Blu-ray DVD concerts of her re live tour. One is Black Cherry, and the other is Japanese. And that third release she's bringing is a remix album that will have songs from Record on it, along with some of her greatest hit best hits as well. You can check out all the editions on our site, pre-order links. And you can also check out the music, uh, the special video spot for record to get all those songs. There will also be one other special edition you can get. And this is for fan club members only. But there will be a three CD plus DVD edition and is only available if you are a fan club member. And we do have some information on what that is and details on our site as well.
1: All right, moving on to our next album or next article. Sorry, I don't know why I said album. Uh, we're going to be talking about rock band Flumpool. Uh, they have revealed that they're going to be dropping a brand new single titled Subarashiki Uso, which is set to be released on February 26th. It's going to come in two editions, a standard and limited edition, which you can find out more details on the site. And there's also pre-order links for the site, along with the music video for their last single, Help, which came out in 2019. So if you are excited or are a Flumple fan, be certain to check that out. Moving on to our next article, we're going to be talking about Chiai Fujikawa, She is a singer-songwriter, and she has announced that she's actually going to be dropping her second album on April 8th. The name of the album has yet to be revealed, but pre-orders are already up, and we're going to be talking about her here in a little bit, so if you're interested and if you like what we have to say, you can check it out. And We also have a music video of one of her songs that's expected to be on the album, so you can check that out as well
0: coming out next is the lovely vocalist canine announced that she will be dropping a brand new album titled melancholy memoriam on february 12th this will be her latest album since identity crisis back in l- october of last year and will be her second album overall albeit being a very quick turnaround since identity crisis it will release with eight tracks total and it will come with the recently released track Inojino Tsukaitata. Which you can check out all the lovely things about that on our site, along with the pre-order links and the teaser trailer for her melancholy style.
1: Moving on to the next article, we're gonna talk about Dish. They have revealed that they're actually going to be dropping a brand new mini album titled Circle. Also set to come out on February twenty sixth. And Circle will contain a total of six tracks and is going to be released in four editions. We have uh pre-order links for all editions on the site including the music video for their song starting over in the article that you can check them out if you're unfamiliar with the group you can get a sample of what they sound like.
0: Are they related to Bish in any other way? Uh they're not related to Bish at all. So they're DISH if you guys don't can understand that.
1: Yeah. It, well, there's also like the two slashes at the end of them, and they mm. don't do the the cute little lowercase i. So if it was Plus they, uh, they're
0: guys.
2: Yeah. They are <laughs>
1: but I mean, if they were like, they, I mean, they could be Dude Idol Society, <laughs> and just have like a lowercase i and be semi related to, to 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 bish. All right, moving on to our next article, we're going to be talking about pop duo Claris, as they have revealed that they are going to be releasing a brand new double A-side single titled Alicia and Signal, signal, sorry, signal, which is set to drop on March 4th. Uh, it's going to come in three editions total, a standard, limited, and anime edition, and you can find out more details about each individual edition on the site with, along with a full track listing and pre-order links. If you are interested, if you are a Claris fan,
0: it's also going to be set for the anime, the, the remake of the anime Madoka Magica.
1: <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, I I knew like uh, Alicia was for the anime Madoka Magic, but I didn't realize that they were making a remake of it. I thought it was like a spinoff or like a a. Branch off I, of the, uh, the main series. It's
0: called Gaiden, so I, it could be like an extra story. So or
2: like a prequel too.
0: Yeah, yeah. The, everyone from regular Madoka is appearing in this sh- in in this series. So
2: I'm excited. I'm actually very, very, very excited. I love Madoka Magica, even though it was dark as hell.
1: Yeah, I, I still need to go back and watch it. But Goro Urobuchi, you you do you. Don't don't stop being you. Moving on to our next article, we're going to talk about rock band Sumika. They're in charge of the Shinkenzimi 2020 campaign, which is, I guess, a branch of cram schools in Japan. And so they're in charge of the main theme of that. The new theme is called Sense of Wonder, and there's already a trailer for it. And we have that in the article, so you can check that out and get a taste for it. Uh, Sense of Wonder is going to be released on their Harmonize EP, which is set to come out on March 4th. And it's going to be released in two editions. And we have pre-order links for that, so you can check it out on the site. Moving on to our next article, we're going to be talking about our Music Corner alumni, Nige as they have revealed that not only are they going to be dropping a brand new album, but they're also going to be coming out with a live DVD, both on the same day. So the new album is going to be titled Kenzen na Shikai, and that's going to drop on April 8th. And the live DVD is Live DVD Nippon Budokan Ippon 2, which is from their one-man live in uh, Nippon uh, Budokan in Tokyo. But- B- Budokan. Budokan, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Ken. Uh, sorry for the butchered Japanese pronunciation. You'd think I'd be better at this by now.
0: <laughs> uh, uh, no, no, no. That um, If you're going to know at least three places for Japan... It's Nippon Budokan because that's one of the like really good places to go perform live. Yeah. And Tokyo Dome. Tokyo Dome. Those two in Tokyo are probably the places. If you're going to make it as a rock band, so to speak, you're going to perform at Budokan. Gotcha. So like all, all of Bang Dream performed at Budokan. And that was gotcha. very special for them.
1: Yeah. Well, and Yon- Yonige performed at Budokan last August, so and they recorded it, and so they're dropping the live DVD performance on April 8th. So if you're a Yonige fan, be certain to grab both of these on April 8th. And we have pre-order links in the article. Moving on to our last bit of release news for the week, we're going to be talking about Poor Louis, who we talked about last week, but if you're unfamiliar, if you're new to the show, Poor Louie is... An idol who is associated with BIS, B-I-S. She is one of the founding members of BIS. And then she transitioned over to another idol group called Billy Idol. And Billy Idol disbanded back in December of this year. And so it was announced that poor Louis... That's here. Oh, yeah. Well, last year was a month (laughs) ago, so it throws me. (laughs) But yes, yes, December at the end of last year. So anyways, poor Louis was in the news last week because she announced that she is starting her own idol group and she's going to be taking more of a production role. And it was unclear at the time if she was actually going to be a member or she's just going to be a producer. And it's still unclear. They still haven't revealed if she's going to be actually in the group or if she's just a producer. But... She has also announced that she's going to be dropping a solo album, and it is set to drop on March 11th. Pre-order links are up, and it's only going to come in one edition, but pre-order links are up, and we have them in the article. So if you're a Poor Louis fan, or if you were a Billy Idol fan, or a BIS fan, or if you're just curious about Poor Louie, you can check it out and we have
0: you know it'd be very interesting i'd rather her be very separate from the idol group itself and just have this be her own thing so that she could show off what it's like to not be in that system but that's what i would want because i want her to stand up on her own two feet compared to just being in a group
1: yeah, and, and I, I do think the fact that she's releasing a solo her solo work does seem to indicate where she wants to take her, her personal career. So I, I do think, don't think she's going to be a part of the group, but that's just my opinion. I don't have any concrete evidence or proof of that. But I agree with you. I think it'd be really nice. And if she tries to pursue a solo career while producing for an idol group i think she's just going to stretch herself way too thin and it's not neither is going to come out well so i think if she
0: well i don't think well she's it it doesn't it seems like if you if you guys read the article to a lot of the album is going to be produced by Ball. so it's not like she's going to be working all too much with the solo side of it i think all of her heart and soul is going to be in making sure that the the idol group that she's producing is going to be the top thing. But I think that the solo career could be just something that she wants to do on the side that shows a different side of her.
2: Hopefully that's what
0: I I would want. But then again, because it's being produced by scrambles and not to say much about scrambles, they have a lot of similar themes and similar ideas that they usually keep close to heart. So I'm not too sure what kind of style that poor Louis is going to be going. So, but we'll we'll see in time.
1: Yeah, and the two idol groups that she's been a part of do have radically different styles, so it'll be interesting to see like if she leans back into like her more B- bis style BIS or if she keeps going like that punk idol style like what Billy Idol was doing or if she goes down like a more generic pop route or anything like that. It'll be interesting to see where she goes and what she wants to do. But I, I do know like she has fans and a reputation, so she might lean into that reputation a little bit. That, that That's what I expect is to her to lean in that reputation, which would probably take her a lot closer to like brand new idol society. If she's going that direction, I imagine that's probably what her solo album is going to be just a guess. But,
0: and you know, one one of the things too, that I also kind of like is that she's doing an album and not a single one of the things that i really absolutely hate right now is if you're going from a group you just do a single i want you to do an album because you're more likely to see your type of tone of different styles more visually shown in an album compared to just one single which is usually just one theme or one tone in track So it's really good that she actually went with an album. So that even if one tone kind of fails in that album, she's able to show many different ones.
1: No, I I 100% agree with you, bud. All right, moving on to our next article. This is going to be more general news, not necessarily release news. And we're going to start off by talking about a group that is tangentially related to what we were just talking about. Uh, Bish, alternative idol group Bish, has announced that they have launched their own youtube channel it's already up and we have the official trailer which was posted on their official webpage so you can definitely check that out there's also a documentary on there called grunge world so if you are a bish fan definitely be certain to check this out and subscribe to it so you can get all their latest music videos
0: and continuing on up, it is the lovely four member rock band Brian the Sun announced that they will be actually going to the lovely heart of Honolulu and going to this year's kawaii this this May. This will be the second time that the group has ventured internationally after visiting Ancon last year. They're more famous for the lovely anime songs from Buduto, the Naruto, the Next Generation, and My Hero Academia. And, you know, they also are going to be releasing a brand new mini-album, titled Orbit, on February 26th. And hopefully a lot of the tracks that are going to be played from that mini-album will be played during the live, but we shall see. If you guys are interested, you guys can check out the site for the Kauai Con official site and the pre-order links for Orbit also, if you guys are interested.
1: Moving on to the next article, and we have three more articles to talk about. I'm going to go ahead and just give you guys the heads up. All of these are bad news. One of them you can take or leave, but two are definitely bad news, and this is one of them. This one hits me really hard, and I'm mild, I was mildly depressed. The last one we'll talk about really crushed me, but this one did not was not really well done. So we're going to talk about A, Who, if you you know been with the show for a while, you'll know I'm I'm a fan of their sister group because they're produced by the same dude. I'm, I'm going to call them their sister group, LOL. And, and through Ken's encouragement, I was encouraged to go back and check out triple a. And I really, really loved their first album. And I've been meaning to go back to and listen to more of their music. And so they there are the, I really, really like them. They do mean a bit to me. And it was revealed that they're taking 2020 off. They're not going to be doing anything that is a, a slight misconception, because at the end of the year, they are going to come back for a Dome tour in November and December, but they're not going to drop any new singles, they're not producing any new music, and by and large, they're taking 2020 off, which, after the 2019 that they had, because their lead singer now is in jail, and uh, they lost, they've lost, they lost a couple of people, it, it is a good moment for them to take a break because they need to figure out, you know, if they want to stay together or if they want to pursue their solo careers because I, I do know, like, some of them are wanting to lean a little bit more into their solo work this year. And so it'll be interesting to see how everything pans out. Now, they have already revealed the tour dates for the Dome Tour. So if you're a triple A fan... You have all year to plan. Uh, If you'll go to the article, we have the the dates and the locations for their entire Dome Tour this year. And it's not their last because as of right now, they are just taking a break. But this could be last because you never know. If they're taking a year off to see how they feel, they could come back in a year and be like, we're re-energized. We can't wait we're going to pound the dirt and get more, or they could come back and go like, yeah, we took a year off and you know, we, we found more love and passion doing our own thing. So we're just going to go our separate ways. So I'm not going to sit here and say, this could be that this will be the last time that you could see them live, but it may be the last time you see them live. So if you are a triple a fan, be certain to check this out. And you know, if you're going to be in Japan, try to see if you can line up a date and check and go to their dome tour. So we here on On Gakuru, you do wish all the members of AAA the best of luck. Moving on to the next article, we're going to talk about Maiko Fukagawa, who is a member of HKT48. She has revealed that she will be leaving the group. Uh, her last performance is going to be on February 22nd. And she is wanting to concentrate on her education because she's wanting to become a professional dietitian. So, which is a very interesting career path. Major idol dietitian. So she's stepping down from the idol group to pursue her education, so she can become a dietitian. So we here at Ongaku wish Maiko the best of luck and her. Hopefully, you know she's able to achieve her goals and accomplish her dreams. And lastly, we are going to talk about. Kayak Izaka 46, who again, if you're a longtime listener of the show, you'll know I'm I'm a I'm a huge fan of Kayak Izaka 46. They were like the big 46. They were the first big 46 group I really fell in love with, really enjoyed. And there was a big, big bombshell that dropped last week. So if you're familiar with the group, you you'll know that the center for all of their songs, for every song that they've ever done. Has been Yurina Hirate, and it has been revealed that she is no longer with the group, she just up and quit. And not only did she leave,
0: but she took her friends too. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, she took Oda Nana and Suzumoto Miyu with her. So now, to be fair, her two friends are graduating. It, it, like, the wording of this was really, really weird because they said she resigned, which I have never seen that word associated with an idol group before. That is,
0: is yeah, so <laughs> so the meat of it all is she just straight up quit while the other two are, you know, they're doing their the rest of their contract fully and saying, hey, we're ending at this, this day. Hirate just ended up saying, GG, I am out. I don't yep. want to deal with this. I'll do the last single, but after that, I am done. No, they postponed the ninth single. They postponed the ninth single at this point. Yep. So they're trying to keep her in, no matter what, so they can talk to her in. It's mm, very, very smart, Akimoto. Oh, 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 I see what you're trying to do.
1: So, yeah, no, I, I, I was floored by this news. I, like, I could not believe it when... I saw this on the screen like I knew that she couldn't be the center of that group for the rest of his existence. I mean if she wound up leaving Keia Kazaka 46 I was I just assumed like they'd have somebody else assume that role or they could dissolve it I don't know now she's just quit and i'm I do not know how to process this i I was I was really depressed I had to explain the whole situation to my girlfriend because she's not into this like we are and I had to be like man I'm so depressed and this is why <laughs> it's turned into a 20 minute explainer but she understood in the end because i I was floored I could not believe that you I, and I mean to be fair you know I we've In the two years that we've been doing this show and, you know, we've been covering this group, you know, I've seen her really pour her heart and soul into all of her performances and she is really, really talented and I knew in my heart she couldn't keep this up forever. She's already had to take breaks because of, like, having back problems and she's 18 now. So... 18 year olds should not have back
2: problems,
1: (laughs) especially the back problems that she was having. So I understand that maybe I, I would love to know why she quit and maybe we'll get an explainer one day as to what really happened with all this, because the announcement was just, she resigned and we don't know anything else besides that. Like there's, she hasn't come out and made a public statement or anything like that to address her fans or to announce what she's wanting to do next or anything like that. So it's kind of a holding pattern to wait and see what she does next. And uh, it'll be interesting to see, you know, is she out of the industry altogether? Is she just taking a break from the industry? You know, it'll be interesting to see, you know, when she announces what she does. Because it could be a week, two. It could be months before we hear anything. I don't know. It depends on her contract. Now, I know she said screw it, but there's still non-disclosure agreements and all that fun jazz. And you can't just quit, quit. There's things like she might have a waiting period before she can say what she has to do next. So it'll be interesting to see either way.
0: No, no, you're exactly correct. I mean, it would be very interesting to see what's going on with that and i'm i'm quite interested to see how the industry is going to take it because well we knew that Kiyakazaki 46 ain't gonna rely on hirate all too much past that but they they weren't going to resolve a group but uh, the, they were they were just going to pick another soloist or another person to put the the weight on the shoulders they were trying to groom the other girls but they always use Hidate anyway but well now that has to be pushed more so in the forefront now because she just said yep. straight up I, I'm out
1: <laughs> yep yep yep, she did and I, I'm, I'm wondering if the two girls that left with her were next in line so to speak and they were like yeah F this noise I'm out like Who knows? Like, it's crazy. Next, we are going to do Music Corner, and I took the reins this week. I came across this artist in a very interesting fashion, and we already talked about her earlier today, so I guess you could call the earlier talking a a little bit foreshadowment for this week's Music Corner. But I came across this artist because I was having to do an article for her, and I decided to check out her music. And... I really, really liked it, and I did not realize at the time, and I would have come to find this out later, that I had actually was already familiar with this artist, even though in the moment she was a brand new artist to me, because she did both the endings for The Rising of the Shield Hero, and I just was completely, I had actually downloaded uh, the first ending of The Rising of the Shield Hero, because I really, really loved that song, and I always meant to go back and listen to more of her music and ultimately never did because you know with the job and the with the job and the work and stuff that we do sometimes you intend to listen to a group and then you know there's things that we have to listen to that we have to cover and things just kind of get lost in the weeds a little bit so I utterly forgot about this girl and then out of the blue, just rediscovered her because she announced that she's dropping her second album. So we're going to be talking about Chi-I Fujikawa, who I just wound up really, really liking. So just a little bit about her. She decided at the age of three years old that she was going to be in the Japanese music industry because her dad was an Inca musician. So her whole life she's been wanting to get into the Japanese music industry. She graduated high school in twenty fourteen. Or not twenty fourteen. She, she graduated high school and then from high school she went into the work field. And then in twenty fifteen she won an audition to be a member of an idol group called Mineki Kankek. Uh Ke, K Kok. Kok. Mineki Kok. And she was in Maneki, I'm going to call it Maneki, until 2018, and she decided that she was going to break off and follow her solo career. And so since 2018, she has been doing her solo work. In that time, she has dropped six singles and one album. And she is currently signed under Nippon Columbia, and she is like she like i said she announced that she's going to be dropping her second album in spring of this year and she actually in her short career she already has an award she won 2020 anime uh, 2020's anime t- trending award for best ending theme for her song kimi no namae and that was used for the mega mega popular anime series the rising of the shield hero and yeah i I really fell in love with her voice. Like, she just has such powerful vocals and such really good musical sense. And, like, you can really, really tell that this is her passion and it really just shines through in her songs and her performance. And, like, her songs really, really stick with you. They're just really, really well done and i just really felt like you know she really connected with me and i just absolutely fell in love with her her music so this is who i wanted to go with for this week and i i was i hope that you guys liked her but you never know with these things but i'm interested to see what you guys thought of her
2: so i guess i can start i enjoyed her a lot i thought she had amazing vocals very powerful voice and i didn't know what to expect as i i haven't seen any of the anime she's done so this was a treat for me to discover someone completely new and going with a blind ear and i enjoyed her voice her vocals were great her songs had a nice melody and beat to them Um, I think my only complaint is some of her songs sounded a little bit of the same, so I couldn't, some I couldn't tell one from the other. However, I think that's more of a composition thing than her herself. I think she has a fantastic voice and a ton of talent, and her music was extremely enjoyable and just nice to listen to. It had, you know, some were relaxing, some were more, uh, I guess dramatic, as you could tell they had to have been used for a theme song. But I like the, I I I like you know giving her a listen on Spotify and hearing her first album was good and I'm looking forward to her second album and seeing what she's going to do.
0: No, that's for darn sure. She has super powerful vocals and it was very 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 good. And one of the things that I did like is she really relies on. That skill for, for her musical prowess, and you know, you can tell that the apple doesn't far from her, from the tree, from her family tree there, and I, you know, I agree with you, Luna. Her composition it does sound fairly similar, but she sounded like a more laid back imion. I don't. That's kind of what I. Was, I, was I, I to don't. I didn't know if too. you if, if you felt that way too, but. Her vocal, her vocals is really, really mellowed and really calmed down, and that's what I really liked compared to, uh, to a lot of her things. But yeah, that composition is fairly similar to Aimeo. but
2: I, I actually agree with you. I kind of felt the same way, and I couldn't pinpoint who she reminded me of, but she reminded me of someone, and I think you just took the words out of my mouth on that one.
0: Nonetheless, she is one of the greater picks that I actually really did enjoy from from your side, Gray. And not not to knock any of your previous music corners, but it's because you went for someone that I didn't expect, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) Because you kind of go into the rhythm of I'm either going to do a band or I'm going to do it in an idol group.
1: Yeah, yeah. And that was another reason why I picked her is because if you look over... My, my list, like I have done idol groups, I've done bands, I've done rappers. I have not done sing, like single female vocalists like like her and so I did want to do something different and mix it up a little bit for myself and and like I said, I'm really glad that I found her because like she, it was really refreshing in, in my mind to, to just give something different a try
0: because now now if i can only get you to listen to artists that hasn't done an anime i think we can do it (laughs) like i said i i I was i was laughing i was laughing so hard i was like huh this seems so like when you said it was going to be her i was going to be like hmm I don't know why but i felt like i've saw her before and i'm like i couldn't scratch that itch and then i just took a glance or a google search and it says rising of the shield (laughs) i was like ah that's why i know her bro and i you know i i don't watch you know i say this and i say i don't watch anime but it's it's so funny but it's like i i knew it (laughs) But eventually And Eventually was, we'll get on that path I was
1: such a huge Rising of the Shield Hero fan that I just totally forgot about Her and yeah I was trying To find somebody that's devoid of Anime just and cause like when I Selected her I totally Forgotten she did this Like when I saw her Album I was like man that picture Looks really familiar But I just I could not piece it Together and then I was like I, I had to do what you did, type in a Google search, because I actually did come across the song like, golly, this sounds familiar. Where have I heard this before? Oh, why did I forget that? So uh, I, I felt really bad in a lot of ways, but still, I, I'm glad I was able to remember her and talk about her and bring her back up because, I I mean, I think she's she's great. And it'll it'll be really interesting to see what her new album is like and and it'll be really cool because the next time we do a roundup that new album will be out and we can talk about that new album so it'll be really cool there
0: regardless thank you for introducing her to us yeah you guys are welcome. loved it anyway
2: yes thank you she was very good and has an amazing voice
1: yeah no you guys are welcome i'm glad you guys liked her
0: and with that let's continue on to the oricon here another Interesting Rick, I would say. <laughs> it,
1: it it is interesting and uh, it'll be it'll, it'll be interesting to see how uh things shake out as far as opinions go.
0: But yeah, continuing on to number ten, it is the lovely Kimi no Koto o mada nani mo Shiranai by Sheishun koko Sanen Sigumi. So this was just a high school, <laughs> pretty much. And, I don't know, I, I just wasn't feeling this on to be perfectly honest. I
2: I was the same way. I don't know if I was in the right mindset, but I wasn't feeling it either. It, it was
0: okay.
1: It, oh, sorry, Luna. I thought you were finished. Go on ahead. Finish what you were saying.
2: No, I just felt, uh, I was going to say, it just felt very generic to me, and it didn't bring anything unique to the table.
1: And, yeah, I will uh, echo your sentiment, because, honestly, like, I'm trying to sit here... Like, I remember thinking it was okay and it was decent, but I'm trying to remember what it sounded like, and I'm drawing a blank. So, it is generic and mildly forgettable, but, you know, it, it it's decent, I guess. I can see why it's number 10, at least.
0: Yes, that's for darn sure. But, regardless... Kimi no koto, madan o shiranai. So they lovely twenty thousand, uh, twenty-two thousand three hundred and twenty points, and going on up. Ten number nine is shikoni kansuru Sero ni by gaining wa ni aru. Now that's a name.
1: <laughs> that is indeed a name
0: and i did not know how to feel about this song either <laughs> you know these these two songs i felt like number 10 and number nine it, it is by the books it's by the books male idol and it's by the book female idol and i'm gonna go out on a gander here and probably wonder if you really like this gray because <laughs> every single boy idol group that isn't johnny's usually <laughs> you would mostly like yeah and, and did that change
1: <laughs> y- no it did not change i i really <laughs> I did enjoy the song I, I enjoyed it a lot
0: and i get c- i get c- the i get the criticism i i, I do think i, it's I was there. like I was thinking, I was thinking, I was like, Jesus, I I, I felt like I've heard this, like, somewhere beforehand, and I'm like, I I think I just listened to too much Johnny's, and it's just embedded in my mind, (laughs) and we'll come back to that a little bit later, but. Oh, we'll come back to that, we'll come back to that, but yeah, no,
1: I I really like this song, I thought it was fun, and it was catchy, and they do this thing in the beginning of the song, I was hoping that they would keep it up through the entirety of it, but they do not, unfortunately. But they' they'll they do the thing and this is a really easy way to get me sucked into a song because I just think it sounds really, really cool is when you in a vocalist group and so like one person sings part of his line and then another person picks that up. And so like there's this back and forth passing of the lines and stuff. And I re- always really, really enjoyed that and they do that in the beginning of the song. and that really hooked me in that really sucked me into the song and once i was into that i i was there and i really liked it i really enjoyed the song it was the only song not by choice but it's the only song this week that i have downloaded well that's not that's a lie i have two songs downloaded but this is the only one that i downloaded while listening to it earlier cuz the other one i've been listening to for weeks now but uh and we'll get to that one but i i just i really enjoyed the song i i felt like it was a a really good performance. And I don't know if this is the group's first single or not. They look new to me. So if this was a debut, they they, they came out with a pretty solid debut.
2: I also kind of felt like this was a little By the Books. Um, it was okay, but it reminded me of, you know, just generic By the Books idol that I'll forget next week.
0: I mean, we'll, we'll see. Like I said, this is their second second song. And I usually give... An artist, three songs to win me over, and if the third song ain't gonna break the bounds, so to speak, in my ears, then I'm, I'm gonna be like, oh, okay, whatever's at this point. But regardless, it's so they lovely 24,340 copies, and going on up, it is number eight Pretenders by Official Higedandism, 24,974 uh, 72 copies. Going on up to number seven, it is Real cross eyes by jx takanori nishikawa and i swear to god if i hear the word zero one i am going to strangle someone if i hear this down the street i am going to go to anyone that is playing the song and strangle the manager Great, if you sing this song, I am going to hop on the plane and strangle you! Because I was thoroughly annoyed by this song. Um, you take oh, yeah. the zero ones out, and it's a somewhat decent song. It's a, it's a somewhat decent common writer song. I'll give it that much. But the zero ones, zero ones. My god! I'm,
2: I'm, 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 it broke me! <laughs> I feel your pain in that. I love Takenori Nishikawa. And I am a ba- I like Luna C. However, the song was just... It was a little too much for me.
1: Yeah, no. I, I had a feeling that I knew. I knew if, because I've been listening to the song for weeks. I've been watching Common Rider Zero-One since it started airing. I've really, really enjoyed the season. So I've heard the song numerous times at this point. And I knew both of you guys would either... Whether you love the song or hate the song, it would depend on how well you took the zero ones because he says it a lot, (laughs) a lot. And where I watch the show on a weekly basis, I didn't like it at first. And I guess because like through, I guess, was it Stockholm Syndrome where you start sympathizing with your kidnapper? I just kind of, kind of Stockholm syndrome into liking that, and well, I've I've grown to love this song, and I listen to it on repeat now. Like, like when I hear,
0: I I, I mean, if, if I were to listen or to watch the series, because I'm not watching, I'm not watching this series, Common Writer, and it it just hasn't grabbed me. Besides, besides everyone wanting to, you know, you know, bang the robots in this series, <laughs> but you know, it just hasn't caught me yet, and I'm just like. This is one of the reasons. Ironically, this is going to be one of the reasons why I'm probably not going to watch this series, or I'm going to at least make sure that I mute the <laughs> mute the TV the opening when when I see this. But
1: yeah, well, and see for me, like, uh, it helps rev me up for the show. Like like when I hear that theme I get excited for it. So like when they start chanting 0-1, it just when, revs me up.
0: When when I hear this song, I just think it's speaking to me in binary.
2: <laughs> well, so
0: you know, I, I wanna sit down, I'm gonna give the song another listen, and I'm gonna type how many times it says zero one and I'm gonna plug that into a binary <laughs> binary translator and see what word comes out because I'll be very interested if the lyrics took that way. It probably didn't but I will see It what, you know, I am, I'm gonna put this on Twitter. I'll put this on Twitter. You can <laughs> put me a one. I will mention this to Koyu Hunter. I'll mention this to Lou and I will tell him that I'm gonna do it live on Potasaurus.
1: Oh, this, this so. is gonna be interesting. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Be looking forward to that.
1: I will say if you watch the opening, that actually there's a lot of binary in the opening because this season it's like iRobot. It's common writer iRobot. Like, robots are people, too. And so, like, there's a real big emphasis
0: on some Someone robots. in Toei watched or played Detroit <laughs> Become Human and was like, oh, man, that sounds like a great idea. Let's do it. Let's do it.
1: No, I mean, that's essentially what it is because, like, the whole plot is uh, the human gears are becoming sentient like they even use the phrase singularity the, the, point
0: the, the 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 human gears are like the, the robots yeah like i, I yeah, have no yeah. idea the series i just i just yes. know that robots and apparently they have like they're like, toei is selling these or bandai is selling these blue bluetooth headsets that are just exactly like what the robots wear oh and then there's i've been wanting just, one of those it's a Bandai exclusive, so good luck trying to get that on the cheap because it'll probably be three hundred dollars. Oh. But regardless, getting back to the single here. By God, if I hear zero one one more time, oh I'm gonna do it one more time for the song for 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 diversity's sake. But if I ever hear it after that, I'm gonna strangle someone. I, I, yeah. By God, and th- the song is alright. If you take out the zero ones from this song. It's an all right song. It is a common writer song where it gears you up for what's going to happen. And that's what all writer songs should be accompanying to. That's yes. what they should always do. Yes. O's I totally is like that.
1: that. <laughs> yes, it does. Oh, because I just started O's this week and you're right. Like when they do the, you count the medals, one, two, and three. I'm like, oh my God, I'm ready for this. I am ready for this. Like, it's so good. Yeah.
0: Lou likes that series because it's very Ska inspired. <laughs> Oh, I see that. Yeah, Okay, yeah, yeah, you're right. But regardless, Realize sold a lovely 25,220 points. Going on up, it's number six. It's Haki Jitsu by King New. Keeping it from last week. Not much more we can say, yeah? Word up. Yep. But this week it sold a lovely 26,867 points. And going on up, it is Drive Us Crazy by Raise Asulin. So, you know... I love Bang Dream. This is is the third band that came out of Bang Dream, the actual real-life band. I love Bang Dream. You you can follow my entire Twitter, and nearly about seven-eighths of the majority of the things I post is Bang Dream-related. Raze of Sulin, this is the thing I have with them. Their A-side tracks aren't really good, in my opinion. In my personal opinion, their A-side tracks aren't really good. It's their B-side tracks is what ki- wins me over. This The single is available on Spotify and Apple Music if you guys are interested in taking a listen to it. The B-side for this track, Hell or Hell, is amazing. It's really, really good compared to Drive Us Crazy. Drive Us Crazy, there there's a lot of commotion in this song. And granted, that is what Reza Sulin is. It's a lot of commotion going on, the band, pretty much. But... Lyrically and composition wise, I feel like drive us crazy fits the tonal of yeah, we are an anime band. And unfortunately I kinda didn't want that. And you know, I love Razor Sullen. Rachel, the vocalist, the main vocalist for this for this group, is an amazing vocalist and I wish she had more time to shine compared to suma which is the other voice who's the dj she she interbutts butts and butts heads occasionally with this song but that's to each their own at this point this song was really like we are anime the band
2: so i can totally see where you're coming from in that aspect um And I get the very anime feel vibe from this song. And you can tell from the first, you know, melody of that song and how they present it. I did enjoy it. However, it's not my favorite Reze Solian song. It's probably my least favorite (laughs) that I've heard by them. I thought it was still a solid song, but it was not their best. They, I think, could, Put a way more original track out than that.
1: No, I I agree with you, Luna. I I thought this was an interesting song, and I remember when I was listening to it, I posted in our our little private chat that we have. Like to me, like this song feels like really really bombastic, especially compared to like their last songs. Like it's just really loud and and boomy. I guess is a good way to put it. I mean, I I, I, I kind of liked it. I I do think they have much better songs and. It's certainly not a bad song, especially compared to a lot of the stuff that we typically talk about. Like, it's a fairly decent song, but it is really just like boom bombastic. So, it it, it drives hard. I'm very interested to to hear that B song because that 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 sound like the title of it sounds interesting. I'd, I'd be interested to see like what that sounds like.
0: Yeah. Regardless, you know, Drive Us Crazy sold an amazing. 31,976 points. This is the highest they ever been on the Oricon, so good for them. Yeah. And going on up, it is number four, Lost the Memory by Token Rabu's team, Sanjuchi. So, you know, Token Rambudanchi, it's the lovely samurai stage show. If you guys take a look at when this was released, this was released <laughs> almost two years ago, a year and a half ago now. And it just peered up regularly here. I guess they announced some new ex- new thing for Token Rambo. But it was interesting. The only way that we were able to watch this was to listen to the live events. Yeah. And the musical itself. The musical itself is awesome. I, You know, for me, I really like stage shows. So watching them perform is absolutely fan-freaking-tastic. It's like... Re- it's like *Rayview Starlight*. Like watching the live, the actual live for this show is amazing, and the thought that they go through and the the way they portray the characters is amazing. And I can understand why there's a lot of fans for this.
2: Oh, I agree. The musical that they that we watched, fantastic. I mean, their vocals are amazing. Their dancing, just everything about it, it gets you interested. And I would like to see that full actual musical now.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think Token Rambu Danashi really has earned their reputation. And they, they have really great voices, they do great work. And it'd be really cool, you know, the next time I'm, I'm in Japan to catch one of their live stage shows. I know I wouldn't understand much of what's going on, but it'd be still worth the experience. I think this would be really enjoyable. And the music's real solid.
0: Regardless, lost the memory, sold a lovely 50,935 points. And going on up, it is number three, Manazashi by Token. Not not Token (laughs) Ramadanji. By Toho Shinki or Toho Ender Shinki. It's not whole. They'll never be whole. They'll never (laughs) reach that pinnacle that they reached when they were Toho Shinki. I never will agree with that ever again. But, uh, slights aside. This is the best single that they've done since their return, in my opinion. Their their ballad stuff is always on point, and the fact that they took it slow this time around was really really good, and it strengthened that conviction, so to speak.
2: I will say that their vocals in this are fantastic, and their ballads have a way to show that off. I still it's still hard for me to like them, not being the complete Toho Shinki. I think that's my biggest issue is I miss the full group themselves. So I, I'm going to be biased and saying I still didn't care for it, but I do agree that it's probably their best since It's just been the two of them.
1: So I'll, I'll come at this from the guy that has, is not familiar with the original group or any manner. I just know the two man, two man group and deeply, deeply love their song. Ha ha ha, which I still stand by, but I, I will say I did enjoy this song. I, I wasn't in love with it, but it was one of those songs where I could feel, I could really see myself. Like every time you listen to it, you like it a little bit more and you appreciate it a little bit more. And the vocal work in this is really well done. These guys just sound amazing together. And the ballads is really beautiful. It's got this gorgeous uh, melody that just runs right through the whole song. And I, I just really thought like
0: they, they did a solid job. Regardless, Manazashi sold a lovely 65,275 points. And going on up, it is number two, Kokoro and Karada slash Lovepedia slash Ningen Kankei no Way by Morning Musume 2020. This is the new innovation of Morning Musume because they don't have generations anymore. They just have years. Yeah, they reinvent so. themselves every year. <laughs> Every year, and to the point of the lovely morning musume system here, their B sides are amazing. This is a triple A side, but the B sides, the other two songs, Lopedia and "Ningen Kanke No Way Way," were amazing compared to "Kokoro Karada." In my opinion, "Kokoro Karada" sounded more like a perfume song. In my opinion, where they're trying to be like perfume. Yeah, they're trying to be perfume in that song.
2: And it just didn't fit for them. I mean, their vocal-wise, they're not perfume. And it, you, you could just hear that it sounded off. At least Kokoro Karada sounded very off to me. But I thought Lovepedia fit them very well, as long as, oh, man, that stupid kanji, Ningen. Kanke. Ningen, Kanke, no way, way. I mean, I thought that song was probably my favorite of theirs, and I I enjoyed Love PD as well, but I know exactly what you mean, Kokoro Karada. Just it it that that was just oh, hmm, hmm. I didn't care for it.
1: I'll I'll say I thought Kokoro and Karada was okay. I I think I liked it a little bit more than you guys did, but that's not a glowing endorsement i still felt like this was easily the weakest song of the three lopedia and Ningen kanke no way were just really catchy especially Ningen kanke no way way i thought that song was really really good and oh, really agree. really that catchy oh
2: that was my favorite one of the three songs. I thought it was amazing. Their dancing, the melody, their vocals, everything about it just fits so well.
1: Yeah. I, I do think two out of three ain't bad, as they say.
2: Oh, oh, yeah. And I didn't care for... I don't think I cared for the last song they did last year. So I'm really glad to hear this single and like two out of the three. And, I mean, they were fun. They got me up and, you know, dancing and everything. So, I give that one a thumbs up for those two songs. I'm going to be downloading uh, Ningen Kanke no Weiwei because I loved it.
0: Regardless, the single sold a lovely 134,295 points. And going on up, it is e first for this statement here it is a dual debut not any dual debut a Johnny's dual debut from the lovely group six tone and snowman comes their song imitation rain and DD respectively they titled the lovely single six tones vs. snowman here but oh man they just dominated <laughs> well let, let's give our let, let's give our initial impressions about the songs first honestly i don't know how i feel about imitation rain and six tones in general six tones they ha- it looks like a lot more internationally stride group because they both songs had an english tone to it or more international tone in- imitation rain i don't know if you guys noticed this they had the title subtitles for the song embedded yeah, yeah in i, I the noticed video. that
2: I noticed I noticed that as well.
0: So, I, I wonder if this is a group that they're trying to do a little bit more international range for or not. But I, I, this is also the, the second group that they put on YouTube. So, we'll shall see about that. I did feel like there was a lot more English in Imitation Rain
1: than you would typically hear in a Johnny song. Like, there's a lot of fully sung English lines. In this song and really well done, too. Like, their English is really clean, really clear. You can understand easily what they're saying, you don't need subtitles to, to figure it out. It's really well done.
2: I say, I thought Imitation Rain was good. You know, I enjoyed it. Their vocals were good. It had a very American, not American, but like Western feel to it. However, I still think DD was the better song.
0: See, I was, I yeah, was well, lukewarm with well, imitation rain. We'll we'll get on DD for a moment, but yeah. you know imitation rains. F- for me, it sounded like they were trying to just be edgy for edge sake, and it, one of the reasons why I think that is midway through the song they are dancing in a literal ring of fire.
1: Yes, they are.
0: Yeah. yeah. And I was just like, this is kind of over doing it they're just being edgy for its sakes at this point and I just it threw me off for the rest of the song now if you took me out of the video maybe I might have a different tune but it seems like they're going hard for no apparent reason in my mind just to be like ah, oh, we're going hard and we're facing this the the other Johnny's group that they decided to debut which which is snowman and their song DD it's it's a much better song in my mind I had some clips with it but I just want to hear your guys's initial thoughts about the song first
2: um i do think it was they were trying to go for that edgy feel in imitation rain and that did put me off a little bit and made me like the other song better due to that fact i mean i still thought their vocals were good however there was just i think i don't know if it was the edginess that put me off slightly or just how Western it was and how, you know, that they were trying to be something they're not. That was the other feel it gave me. So I felt like they were pushing a little bit too hard with Imitation Rain.
1: Uh, me personally, I liked i liked both songs. I felt like Imitation Rain was okay. I, I i didn't love it, but I felt like it was a solidly decent song. I loved Dee, Dee. But the bigger thing that I have, and I think you're going to get to this more in a second, Ken. But... This does not sound like Johnny's. Like, this sounds like Exile. Like, honestly, like Snowman, you could roll into like the Exile Juniors and you wouldn't notice. Like, I mean, they sound like they come out of Exile. They really do. And their dance moves in and, and DD were just phenomenal. Like, oh, I mean, oh my lord, so great. And. I I do wish like it was a digital release not just physical because when we give the number that's a it's a physical only release but I would have loved to I would I would love to download DD because I I love that song. I do want to go back and re-listen to Imitation Rain and see how it sounds on the second viewing but it is radically different from other johnny's stuff and if you're not a johnny's fan you might find that appealing and if you are a johnny's fan you you may be turned off by this that that is and i think ken's going to get to that in a second but I, I just feel like it needs to be said but i i yeah. i did like both songs i just i, I agree with you guys dd Dee Dee is the stronger song and i'm i might be a snowman fan or a snow fan
2: Uh, yeah D V was fantastic and i did not expect that to come out of a johnny's group i i was a little taken aback however i really enjoyed that they're trying to do something different and change it up but at the same time i know there's going to be a lot of hardcore johnny fans who are going to not take to might not take to this new style as fast as it's such a significant change which i think Ken's going to jump right into
0: y'all got 20 minutes because i'm gonna go into this pretty hardcore here (laughs) now all kidding aside yeah i was not a fan of both of these groups to be perfectly honest and that's because they strayed so far from the usual johnny style and i am johnny's purist i'm you know i love johnny's i I might not love all their work but i love johnny's and their system and what they've done for the industry that being said i do like the fact that they decided to change it up but it's gonna take me a little bit of time to do so this is coming from if you were to surprise me saying oh yeah so a new guest is gonna come okay that's fine but that new guest has a gun with him that's pretty much saying what or like a middle bat coming with him that's pretty much the surprise that i would have got if i opened the door and i saw him with a metal bat <laughs> that you know, oh, yeah, this guy came from a good neighborhood. I understand. We grew up together. They came up from the same like, school that I grew up from. Oh, okay, that's fine. I knew everything about that school. I know the kind of people that usually go to that school. And he shows up with a metal baseball bat. <laughs> that That's the kind of swerve that this kind of took for me. And not to say it's a bad thing. It just took me out of my element as a someone who really, really likes Johnny's system. And this is the first group to debut after Johnny Kitagawa's passing. And I wonder if that was one of the reasons why they decided to kind of do a swerve like this. Saying that we aren't going to be the same Johnny's that we were under Kitazawa. And this is going to be the start of it. Who knows? I i don't work for Johnny's. I don't know. I'm just looking at everything that I'm seeing right here that it could possibly be be like that regardless johnny's still gonna be freaking johnny's and this is only sold physically and it sold (laughs) 1.3 million uh, copies here not bad but it broke the freaking record books for a debut artist 1.3 millions you know we we have an associate that we get several news sources from from japan and he gave us the info that this broke and i was just a surprise that this 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 is the one that broke broke the camel's back so to speak it was very very interesting to see how 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 everything will do after this now and if you guys don't know why it was so edgy Imitation Reigns is written and composed by Yoshiki.
2: That makes sense. Anything with Yoshiki makes it very... That makes sense. And I love Yoshiki. And it, and just because of the style of his music, and he's not afraid to do anything, I mean, he's very out there, which is one of the reasons why I love him.
0: Yeah, one one of the things that everything was like, oh, wow, you know, this debut shocked what everyone thought it was going to be. For the digital age. And it shows that Japan really still loves their f- physical freaking media.
2: <laughs> oh, they do. No doubt about that. And that's one of the other reasons I love Japan is I'm a huge physical media collector. And just seeing that they still care and how much they enjoy physical media. And this is a perfect example of it. Seeing how much it sold, you will not see that in the U.S. anymore. Oh, so it's it just amazing. That's for <laughs>
0: Mm-hmm. But regardless, I want to thank you for listening to this week's episode. You can find us all at the lovely, lovely things on Twitter and Instagram. You can find us at Ongakudu. You can find the site at Ongakudu.com. You can find us on YouTube at Ongakudu. Light rate, subscribe, hit that bell. Tell me if I'm just an old geezer yelling at the clouds about the Johnny's things. Or if change is needed for that much, you can follow our two affiliates, Koryu Hunter. He is a Twitch streamer doing all the scary, spooky games. You can check him out at Twitch.tv/KoryuHunter. K Y O R Y U H U N T E R. You can also find our other affiliate, TimberTaff. He is a Twitch streamer in his own right, and you can find him at twitch.tv slash timbertaft t-i-m-b-e-r-t-a-f-t you can also find the podcast that I also do with them it's about gaming on PodSource you can find it on YouTube only if you look up Hunter. same as the Twitch tag there you'll find all the lovely things that were on episode 4 and we'll be doing episode 5 with that you can find me on Twitter at otycan1 can find Renford on Renford D. Where can we find you, Gray?
1: You can find me on Twitter at ongaku gray, where I tweet about just general things I'm interested in. I talk about anime, a lot of Common Rider as of late, tweeting out Color Creation's latest single. So you can find me there.
0: And where can we find you, Luna?
2: You can find me on Twitter, Letterboxd. And my anime list at Lunamaria87. And you can find me on Instagram at NerdyCollectorLuna. I random stuff about anime, movies, cat photos. So if you're interested in that, you're welcome to follow me. But yeah,
0: with that, I want to say thank you so very much for listening to this week's episode of Ngekudi. You know, we appreciate all the little things. You should tell us how we're doing, by the way, because... I like this format. I don't know if you guys like this format. Yeah, I like <laughs> Who this would format. would like to hear? I would like to hear how everyone else likes this format. And if we want to mix it up, so to speak. But mm-hmm. regardless, I want to say thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Ungekia to you. I'm your host, Ken, saying thank you very much and have a great day. Aloha.
2: This is Luna signing off. Thank you so much for listening to tonight's episode. Have a great rest of your week.
1: And this is great. We'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye.